This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. From Wall Street to the White House, this is the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. The question is recession or no recession. That is the question we bring in my dear friend Joe Lavornia, who's a former chief economist at the White House National Economic Council during the Trump administration. He is presently back on Wall Street. He's the chief economist at SMBC Nico Securities. Joe, welcome back to the show. Um, I'm looking at some recent data points. The ISM manufacturing index down again. I guess it's the... Um, I don't know, I guess it's the uh, 8th or ninth or 10th straight. We were looking at the leading uh, economic indicators from the conference board. That thing's down 19 straight months. The yield curve is still inverted, but uh, Wall Street doesn't, Wall Street's looking for a soft landing. So what does Joe Lavornia say about all this? Larry, we, as you know, great to be with you. Uh, we had the recessionary, uh, inflationary recession in the first half of uh, 2022. And uh, for some time now, we've, uh, we've been thinking that we're going to get a more traditional recession. W- one of the factors why we haven't had it, although you can't prove the counterfactual, is all the liquidity the Fed added uh, back, in, uh, back in March when SVB and other regional banks failed. That sort of stemmed the recessionary tides a little bit. But I'd argue, Larry, based on what we're seeing in the labor market, the rise in uh, continuing claims, the rise in the unemployment rate, the flows uh, out of the labor force into unemployed, uh, all those things suggest that a more uh, traditional recession is likely to take hold. Uh, we've obviously, as you know, we've had tremendous and excessive fiscal spending. I, I've calculated that uh, we have about $3.2 trillion of excess spending from January of 21 to present. Uh, that's offset some of this monetary tightening, but thankfully, at least on the spending side, we're slowing. Uh, but I think these rates are too high, and eventually we're going to dip. The question is when, my guess is, by the first quarter of next year if we're not already in a recession. Yeah, I mean, we've had a lot of... It's funny, um, the media doesn't really cover it, but you look at this... I like the uh, ISM manufacturing index um, so let's see production was down employment was down backlogs were down and the other thing I want to ask you about uh, real GDP was up in the third quarter now that the GDP now is uh, under two percent again from the Atlanta Fed so you're going to get a big slowdown but real GDP was up in the in the third quarter 
But Joe, um, for all our listeners, something called um, real gross domestic income uh, has actually fallen over the past year slightly. It was only up one and a half percent in the third quarter. It was up a half a percent in the second quarter and a half a percent in the first quarter. Why is this income measure so much lower than the overall GDP measure? Uh Yes, Larry, and, and you're right. The, the ISM has been weak. It's, it's been under 50, so manufacturing's been contracting for 13 straight months, which uh-huh. is incredible. So uh, the income number, so essentially the way the, the government statisticians do it, somebody's spending is another person's income, and income generates spending. Uh, even though they're the opposite sides of the same coin, given the massive size of the economy and statistical error, they don't always match. Uh, so you're right that the GDP is up 3%. It looks like a boom. Of course, if it was a boom, why is consumer sentiment and presidential approval rating so low? Uh, the income side is shrinking. The income side, to me, is a better proxy, Larry, because uh, nobody pays tax on phantom income, and income is benchmarked to tax receipts. Hmm. If we look at the household survey, whose sample, as you know, changes month to month and is better at capturing inflection points, it suggests that job growth is overstated by about 1.7 million. That's a huge number, and would also reinforce this notion that when you look at the income side of the economy, it does not show the dynamism and the robustness as those GDP figures suggest. I guess on a more optimistic note, but on a more statistically credible note, it does look like GDP is going to be much weaker this quarter. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Joe, what's the profit situation? Well, the profit situation is certainly slowing because of demand. Um, The overall levels are high, uh, but my guess is you're going to see profits continue to soften uh, because domestic demand actually isn't as robust as those GDP figures suggest. So what, okay, uh, what about the other indicator? Uh, This is Kevin Hassett uh, showed me this. Um, The conference board's index of leading indicators has been falling now for 19 straight months, which really puts it 
among the worst performances in the entire post-World War II period. Now, hardly anybody talks about the LAI anymore, but it just seems to me that's consistently showing a weakening in the economy. Oh, absolutely, Larry. We are down 8% year-on-year in the LEI. Uh, Importantly, if we even take the yield curve out, we're still very soft, so it's not driven by one component. In fact, the majority of indicators are shrinking. Uh, You mentioned profits, which, by the way, just so your listeners know, we're down about almost 1% uh, corporate profits year-on-year, and someone famous said they're the mother's milk (laughs) of uh, of prosperity or something. The mother's milk of stocks. That's right. Uh, so they're down year on year, and uh, but but Kevin's exactly right. The uh, the indicators, leading indicators, are weakening because manufacturing soft, because uh, housing is very soft, and I think that's where Larry, you're going to see going forward a lot of job loss because we've got record numbers of construction workers, despite the fact the housing market is completely frozen, and you'll see that rate move higher. Debt unemployment rate move higher. So you, I'm looking at the tables. The economic profits are down uh, slightly, almost one percent over the last four quarters. Domestic non-financial profits uh, pretty flat, up zero point four percent. I'm surprised stocks are doing as well as they're doing, and they're doing very well at the moment. Um, probably because of lower interest rates. We're going to have a stock yeah, market that's segment that's later. Right. I mean, the decline in the 10-year yield, just to give you an example, it was a massive decline uh, in the month of November, which I think makes sense because inflation's moving lower, commodity prices are moving lower. Uh, but that was the largest decline in the 10-year note, about 65 basis points that we had since December of 08. And that certainly, as you said, is giving a lift to stocks because people are thinking we're going to have a soft landing and avoid the recession. But as I've told many people for many times, Recessions and soft landings all look the same, at least initially. Hmm. Um, fourth quarter will be soft, and you think the recession begins in Q1? Uh, yeah, it could, it could actually be starting right now. Anna Wong, who you might remember, uh, she's now with Bloomberg, but she worked for uh, – she might have worked for Kevin, but she worked for Tyler and, and, and Tomat in the hmm. – um, and accounts of economic advisors. She's very good, and she was actually saying the other day that uh, she thought we might be in recession, which is certainly consistent, Larry, with with what the unemployment rate's doing. Unfortunately, the data, as you know, are, are not particularly useful sometimes at inflection points. But I would say we could either we're in one now, or we'll be in one by the uh, by the first quarter of next year. So, inflation is definitely coming down. I mean, prices may still be high but the inflation rate is coming down. So you're kind of suggesting a deflationary recession. Yeah, a deflationary recession. And it would be, se- be the second one in the last couple of years. That's right. That's right. That's, that's certainly the risk. I think people will certainly be talking about, the, uh, about, about deflationary tendencies if we go into a recession. The thing, Larry, too, though, is that, the, um, as you know, wages, nominal wages are slowing, but more importantly, We've had one of the worst three-year performances in real wages, uh, despite the fact only recently the unemployment rate's gone up, uh, on record. Uh, we've had no real wage growth. Living standards have been falling. So even though the, the, this inflation rate is declining, uh, that's one of the reasons why you're not seeing people think the economy is that good, because their living standards are still dropping. All right. Joe Avornia is now the chief economist at SMBC Nico Securities. 
formerly the chief economist of the White House National Economic Council. Thank you, Joey. Appreciate it. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. Other side of the break, uh, we're going to have Greg Jarrett. And the question before the House is, did Trump's bankers blow up Letitia James's case against him? I kind of think they did. A victimless crime. I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back. Larry Kudlow. 